Iris Ammons woke that morning groping at the air, a taste like a ball of blood in her mouth. She thought at first it must have been a dream, the cry that seemed to tear her open, hurtling through the dark like something lost in time, had strangled in her throat. She lay there, bathed in sweat, her two fists raised and quivering with rage. She panted as she looked about the room. But whatever it was she meant to curse had left her all alone. There wasn't the slightest echo now. No shadow broke the surface of the world. Here, on the sudden edge of day, things were the same as ever. The icy bright November sun came streaming in on the window seat. The antique chest, the wing chair, the low boy, stood their ground like a clan of elders. Across the room, on a three-tiered shelf, not one of her Staffordshire figurines had lost its precarious balance. The water in her bedside glass was still as a mountain lake. Though, only a moment before, some terrible fury had cracked her in two. It was not out here in the world at all. It was somewhere in her head. She let the damp nightgown drop to the floor as she stood and went to the window. Through the half-closed door beyond the bed, she could hear water running. Tim always hummed a certain song in the morning when he shaved. She listened closely, as if it might remind her who she was. The world came back in patches. Down in the kitchen, the children bickered. In the yard below, the dog raced around from bush to bush, pissing to leave a trail. If she had screamed, she thought, somebody would have run in and held her. All it was was nerves. She stared out onto the wooded hills where the leaves were all but gone. Toward the horizon, stone walls pocked with lichen stitched and crossed, pulling the upland fields like a rough work quilt. The green was all bleached out. The birds had fled. The winter silence, brown and sear, had never had the power to make her shrink or chill her to the bone with premonitions. Iris made her place in things. Instinctively, when the days grew short, she went with the drift, turning in like a bear curled under a stump. Her solid salt box house had rooted here two hundred years, the harvest all laid in before the first snow blew. The turning seasons only seemed to deepen her resolve. For ten years now, she'd had no other conscious wish but to keep just what she had. This was all she ever wanted, a proper house in an unobstructed country shot with seasons. Grief and sorrow had somehow missed her, she had a natural camouflage. Did you ever think someone might see you? What? She said lazily, turning to watch him tie his tie. Out there, said Tim with a nod toward the hills. What if there's some guy watching, perched in a tree or something? Who? She asked in a sudden pulse of fear. She raked the landscape now with a cold-eyed look. Tim only meant to say the customary thing. How clear she seemed, how radiant, revealed there naked in the morning light. He praised her most in courtly ways.
For a moment, she almost believed it would all go away if she just reached up and pulled the shade. It's something else, she said quietly. Are you okay? I love you, Tim. You needn't sound so grave about it. He took her lightly in his arms and rocked her half in a circle. He let out a sound of pure delight, a laugh that fell off in a sigh of relief. He grazed his fingers down her back as if he had just discovered her.